Hayes. Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Go Yard, and I am Mama Mac, and with me is my co-host, who is always right here, except that one time you got caught in traffic, and Dr. (laughs) Angel Falzoni, and I say that because Dr. Angel and Bobby the Engineer were ragging on me as I walked in the door like three minutes ago. I know. You worried me a little bit. I got every red light in Tampa Bay today. That happens sometimes. I actually left in plenty of time. Every one of them. Everyone, every single one. I think I missed one. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to our traffic report here. I'll see if it says that. In <laughs> and I, yeah, and that was cool because when I walked in the door, they were so glad to see me. Yes, we were. <laughs> as we always are glad to see you. Oh, no, no. Today was different. It was like hey, a lot more excitement. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Like that, Kinda Bobby. Like that. like that. Yes. So welcome, audience. We have great time on Go Yard, and we are in this show now two and a half years. Yes, we are. And excited about everything that we're doing, and this year we're going to do some new things. We're going to be at a couple events coming up soon, and we'll let our audience know more about that when we get closer and have all those plans made, but we're going to do workshops. There's a lot of things we're going to do for the show this year. There is a lot happening this year. This is an exciting year. Yeah, and why are we even doing that, Doctor? And why are we even doing this show? Well, a go yard is the baseball term for hitting those home runs in life. And we really just want our listeners to live life and live it well. Yes. And so we're trying to give them really great, practical, useful tools that they can put in their life today. Yes. And, you know, there are other life coaching shows out there on this station, too, I'm sure. I know there are a couple. And there are, of course, other places that you can get life coaching or, I don't know, you know, just insights into your daily living but we're just a little different than most i think and part of that is because you are a phd you are a licensed mental health counselor you work in the field every single day you have how many clinicians work under you 27 27 um, I'm a pastor plus realtor and counseled for many years. And we, we come with kind of different perspective, I, I guess, in a way, don't we? And a whole lot of experience. Yeah. Years of it. Uh, yes. You for know, sure. And that's what I love about the show is because the tools we give 
our audience are tools we know work. It's tools we use you in our I practice use. Yes. every day yes. with different people. And we watch them in action. So right. this is not, you know, philosophical, like, oh, this could, you know, no, we know this is how yeah. it works. Yeah, it, it, that's true. And you and I personally live these things. Absolutely. And we've been through some hard times in our lives. So, and we're mothers, and in my case, grandmother uh, also. But, you know, it's, so we've gone through a lot of things, you know. You're not a grandmother yet, and that's a good thing. No, I'm too young. That's right. You are too young. All right. Okay. So uh, welcome, audience. On Saturdays and Sundays, this show is heard at noon Eastern on StarcomRadioNetwork.com. So if you're listening on that network, that's great. Welcome. Uh, If you're listening live, you can actually call in tonight if you would like, 727-441-3000. We don't have a lot of call-ins occasionally, but we get some people texting. You can also text if you're more comfortable with that. 727, and that is uh, 888 727-888-4171 comes right here to my phone. If any of you are watching on the webcam right now, you are going to probably be hungry because (laughs) Dr. Angel is sitting here eating an edible... Arrangement. arrangement of <laughs> strawberries and pineapple. And I take it you haven't had time to eat yet today, Doctor. No, I have not had time to so eat yet. So somebody must have given you that for Valentine's uh, yes, Day and, and I you brought were my eating snack. your presents. <laughs> <laughs> and did, did she share it with you, Bobby? No, she did not. Well, there would be no better place to eat it than... Than right here <laughs> on the show. Yeah, that's great. Okay. All right. This year, we started out the year doing a series on Dreaming Big. Yes, we did. We started out the year really positive with ideas and helps with people. We Last week, we did a show on maximizing your strengths, which is a great show. And if you missed it, go to the podcast here at TantalkNetwork.com. When you, what you do is open that up, the website, go to podcasts and go to Go Yard, and you'll find a bunch of shows. Also, on our own website, GoYard2014.org, at the end of each month, our webmaster puts the shows from that previous month on our website. So there's a lot of places where you can go listen to shows you've missed. So we were talking about the fact that we've really started off very positive, as we normally are, I suppose. But then what about those people that are caught kind of in a quandary as to maybe asking the question, doctor, how do people maximize their strengths? I can hardly get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, we call that kind of stuck in life. Stuck yes. in that rut of life. Yes. I'm that's, not saying that's me. I'm saying it's not that, me no, at all. A lot of people. But a lot of people are there, doctor. And when we talk about these wonderful things of dreaming big and carrying out your vision, and, and which is all wonderful. What, believe me, that's what the show's about. Maximizing your strengths. But we, we got talking this week. Perhaps there's some people that feel like they're, they're left out of all that. Yeah, you know, I hear, you know, these are really great advice. This is really good tips, Dr. Angel, but you don't understand, you know. Right. And then it's that feeling of being stuck and they're yeah. wanting, there's a desire to go forward, but feeling like it's not possible for them. Feeling like they're different in some way, right? Absolutely, like they don't yes. measure up and they're struggling to move forward. It is a struggle to move forward. And when we feel stuck, there's a lot of anxiety, depression, sadness that happens to us as the more we feel stuck, the more those feelings surface for us. I I know somebody in my life that uh, is stuck in a very difficult domestic uh, abusive marriage and has been for over 20 years. 
And and f- this particular person is like this. She she knows all the answers and studies it all and knows what she should do. Yet she is stuck, doctor. And and I, I want you to address that because she feels like she cannot get out financially and other other things too. But you know, there's a lot of people that are like this. She has children at home. You know, Absolutely. there's, a lot, there's a lot of people feeling stuck in their situation. And you right. know, that's what we're really going to start challenging in tonight's show is how to get unstuck. Okay. And it can be um, a variety of things that keep us stuck. It could be a fear that keeps us stuck. It can be our feelings that are keeping us stuck. Um, We just might be struggling to move in life. Stuck in the rut. That's what we're going to call this, right? And so many people uh, hear people say to them, oh, just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You can do it. That phrase, you know, that we hear. And yet maybe they are so depressed or so discouraged or sick ill or emotionally battered Mm -hmm. mentally physically battered that they can't do it well you know i kind of hate that phrase pull yourself up by your bootstraps because you know it's right kind of sending the message that we can do everything on our own we can do it and and some people can't that's why we're doing this show tonight right from time to time we all need support and we all need those people beside us and cheering for us or able to let us lean on them a little bit at times in our life and we aren't designed to do everything on our own all by ourselves. I totally agree. And I agree with you about that phrase, pulling yourself up by the bootstraps, because so often it does send the message. You can do this. Just, you know, and, and honestly, we're going to talk about some things that will help you do this. Absolutely. But with everything we talk about, it is never in the absence of having support and having people exactly. buy through these processes. And don't you think, Dr. Angel, that a lot of people that may may perhaps be stuck in some t- type of a rut are a lot of times maybe trying to do things on their own without a lot of support? Don't you know, th- a lot of times they are. They're stuck. Um, you know, you kind of get stuck in that mundaneness of life, the sameness. You know, I call yes. it the Groundhog Day effect. You ever saw oh, that yes. movie? Yes, I did see that movie. Same thing happens every day. You right? know, we wake up, we eat the same thing, we go to work, we usually pack the same lunch, we right. come home the same way. Right. We, you know, the routine is just so sameness that that sameness feels like a rut. Yes, yes. And so that's one of those things that can kind of make us feel stuck. Doing and the same routine over and over, over and again. Over and over and over again. Um, You know, I think when people feel like um, there's no real hope in their situation, Mm -hmm. um, you know, hope is is an interesting concept. It's not just a spiritual concept. No, absolutely not. There is is spiritual components. Yes, but it's a mental, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Talk to me about In fact, hope. in the mental health world, the oh, installation... in the mental health world. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Installation of hope <laughs> is one of the most important factors that we work on as clinicians with our patients. Say that again. The what? Hope. Installation okay. of hope. Instilling um, hope. Okay. Because without hope, we do fall into deep despair, depression. Hope is that future-oriented thinking. There yes. is that something yes. can be different. It's right. not different today, but there is that possibility. That's what hope is. I like the fact you just said future-oriented because I have really been on this kick lately studying and, and thinking about being present future in our thinking, mm-hmm. okay? Because so often people get stuck with the, the, the past, present, past, present, past, present. And they just, it, that's the rut. Talk to me about that. That absolutely is the rut. When we are continuing to look backwards, how can we expect to be moving forward? Right. We're not. 
Why do people get stuck in the past? They get stuck in the past because sometimes they're not willing to let go of the past. Mm, yeah, that's huge. Um, that is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're harboring, we've talked about unforgiveness. Oh, yes, or they're huge, harboring yes. hurts or pains from their past. And they just want to hold those things so tightly. Right. And keep it going forward. But you're not going forward. You're just kind of shuffling along and you're stuck in a rut. And so a lot of times we just, something happens that pulls our attention away from the present and the future. And then we get stuck in that thinking and that mindset. Right. Uh, do you think that a lot of people that, I don't know, maybe patients of yours or just people in general, uh, feel like they just wish they were back in that past and and they would have done this different? Or regret. That's the I word. I hear a I, lot of I, regret. That's the word I'm looking for, regret. Is, is that a big part of this problem of being stuck in a rut? Regret can be one of those, you know, you love my words, can be, but it can be uh, one of those yeah, things. Yeah, there she goes, stuck. Bobby. You know how she does that? <laughs> Instead of saying, yeah, that's right, yeah, she goes, could be, could yeah, be, maybe it be. is, Everything yeah, could be. Could be. Yeah. yeah. And and it can, and the reality of it is, is nobody owns a DeLorean. We're not right. going back to do that. We can't redo that. We can't do it. Um, we can learn from that. And I always talk about experiences, mistakes that we've learned from. Those are lessons. Yeah. Those are those are positive things for us. But when people, let's say, have some tragedy, mm-hmm. okay? Let, I'm just, I'm, don't, I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, but if a tragic situation happens, say, 10 years ago, and they're still stuck right back there that day. Had I not driven that, that way to work? Had I not, do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They're, they're stuck in that past. And the problem mm-hmm. is, is, I think magically they're wanting to be able to go back and do it different and, and change that outcome. But the right. reality of it is we cannot do that. Mm-hmm. And so what we can do is process that hurt and that pain and that grief and learn to let it go, learn lessons that if there's something for us to learn in that and, and move forward. I think we've done some shows on grief and they're probably on our website, goyard2014.org. I know we have. Because I think this is one of the reasons people get stuck is because they are they really have not fully grieved something in their something past. in their past. Another reason, which I agree with you, that is very much so. Another reason is that they're limited. They feel limited. Okay, you know this could be maybe I'm limited by my income or my status in life or my mm-hmm. education or my disability or my culture or some kind of limiting factor. Right. And so they don't know how to break free from those limitations. So they might have this great dream, but I can't do it because I have this limitation. I know you've probably heard this in your practice, but I've heard this with people for years that had I just stayed in school, had I just finished my high school education or, or finished my college degree, I know my life would have been so much better. Again, they're beating themselves up a lot of times for not having done that, or they're mad at somebody who did not allow them to finish their school or whatever. whatever. Absolutely. We so they get com- in the blame game the blame and they're game. in a rut. Right. When we're right. blaming, we're not moving, we're rutting. We're rutting. We're okay. Rutting. I don't think it's really a word, so don't look it up. <laughs> oh, but okay. We were we just about to. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you know, and a lot of times people also get stuck in a rut when they're waiting for someone else to make the first move. Oh, my gosh, that is so true. It is. That is a bell ringer right there. Especially in relationships that have spouses. Yes. You know, one spouse is like, oh, I have these dreams, but they really want the other spouse to to put all the action behind them. And so, oh, we're stuck in a rut. We can't move forward because they won't do it. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's actually kind of a cop-out, don't you think? Oh, it's total excuse. Yeah, because if we can just say, well, it's his fault or her fault, um, you know, that's limiting me and I can't do this. And, um, yeah, I've seen that many times in marriages, situations, haven't you? Uh, that's probably the number one in any type of um, relationship that yeah. they are waiting for the other person to make the first yeah. move. Yeah. And when that doesn't happen, then you get a lot of resentment. And well, yeah, we're stuck in this financial situation because yes. you wouldn't go get a different job. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't you I hear, hear that? that? Marriage in, counseling in, all the in time. Marriage counseling. It's his fault or her fault or if she would just go to work or whatever the case may be. So, And so what I'm going to challenge you, first of all, you don't have to stay stuck in a rut. Seriously, you are, are you, are, tell our audience that. I mean, honestly, we need to have hope here, don't you think? That some people out that there things do. can be different. Yes. yes. Now, does that mean tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and your whole life is going to be different? No, that's not reality. Right. But it does mean that you can take steps in your own power, in your own control, not dependent on another person. Right. To make things different and get out of that rut. You, that's a very good point because I think a lot of people, we just talked about blaming, but a lot of people are so dependent on somebody else's decision or uh, approval or, you know, whatever the case may be, that the, that's where resentment builds up. And, be, and because, oh, I can't do this because they won't let me or, or whatever. You know, I, absolutely. And I've heard this many times. I was working with a husband and wife situation and they were, they're both smokers. And the wife comes into counseling. I want to quit smoking, but I can't. I'm like, well, why can't you quit smoking? And she's like, well, because my husband smokes and he wants me to go out and smoke with him on the porch all the time. So I can't quit smoking until he quits smoking. <laughs> okay. That's a very good example. And that's the kind yeah, of mentality kind that of we're mentality. at. That's not true. You can right. do something different. Right. Yeah. But it is hard for some people in marriage situations or partnership situations to break free from that expectation and say, look, I have to do this for me. But that's really the answer, right? You got to do it for you. If if you're out there struggling in that very situation that Dr. Angel said, you got to do it for you, you know? And each person has to do it when they're ready. Mm -hmm. We can't do it. You're right. You can't do it for somebody else. Right. Change it has to be in our own motivations for, you know, ourselves to better ourselves, And so right. we have to find why we want to do it. And so trying to force someone else to be ready to make a change because you want to make a change isn't fair or right either. Oh, okay. All right. So you're telling us tonight that uh, there are some things we can do for ourselves. that there is hope. We can come out of a rut. We can be one of those persons that maximizes their strengths or... Indeed can dream big. Absolutely we can. And, you know, and there's even those temporary ruts. You know, sometimes when you have a good accomplishment or you've made a lot of progress, it's kind of all of a sudden everything just kind of stays status quo and you just right. feel like, oh, my gosh, all this good has just happened in my life moved and now it's like not momentum is right. gone. And we get frustrated with that process, that plateau kind of process. Yes. And that's kind of a rut as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. What about at that point uh, taking a look? A, a, like a sit down time evaluating kind of relaxing resting okay what when did it change how did it how did I get to this plateau what was there anything that happened that sent me kind of over the edge of depression or Absolutely. anxiety or fear 
It's a great time for self-reflection. So getting out of a rut is completely possible. Okay. And it does not require any action from another human being but yourself. Whoa. There you go. I okay. love that. It's empowerment. Yes, it is. If I had to sit here and tell you, well, you have to wait for your partner to want to do this, it, it would feel so impossible. Right. You don't. You don't. This is up to you. I just mentioned the word fear, and I believe that fear is one of the biggest problems. And I know we can't. Uh, yeah, we got a couple of minutes before we go to break. Let's start that part right. about fear, because don't you think, doctor, that so many people can are so afraid of what life would look like if they make a change, if they get out of that abusive marriage? Are they going to be able to support themselves? Are are the kids going to want to live with them? Are they uh, are the threats in, in those abusive domestic uh, situations? A lot of times, one of the parties, usually the male, usually I would think, is threatening. I will clean your clock. You won't have any money. You uh, you won't get the kids. You won't this. You won't that. You know what I'm saying? And those fears are magnified in the person that's being abused. I believe. Well, absolutely, when you're talking about abusive relationship. But no matter where we are stuck, fear is definitely a core reason why we are in that rut. We are afraid of something. Yeah. If it's something different, if it's a change, if it's moving in a different direction, if it's a new job, whatever it is that we're wanting to have, we want this something, but we're afraid of taking that leap of faith to start working there. I've found in listening to a lot of people through the years, a lot of people are so afraid of failure. So if I step out and say, I'm going to go to college and finish my degree. I've known people that have done mm-hmm. this very thing. And they sign up for a couple classes and they don't do well. Or they drop a class and everybody's going, how's it going? How's it going? It happens. You know, when <laughs> it does happen. And when I talk to people, I tell them, it is better to try and fail than to have never tried at all. And what if they said, that's too hurtful. I can't, I can't handle that. That's, that's too. Well, that leaves us some big work and the fear <laughs> factor that to try and work through. Because, yeah. you know, we're never going to be successful at everything we put our hands exactly. on. Exactly. And we learn a lot through failing. Failing mm-hmm. is a very successful thing for us to have in our life. Teaches us a lot of failing is a good thing. It's a great thing. We learn strength and, you know, perseverance and different ways of doing things. And we learn about our limits and we learn a lot in those failure. Failing should not be something that you take personally. Thomas Edison didn't. We wouldn't be sitting here right now with electricity on here in the studio. If Thomas Edison would have taken it personally every time he failed to invent the light bulb. Absolutely. He just learned a lot of ways of not doing it. And that's what the failure teaches us. So fear, whatever that fear is that's under it, does keep us in a rut. It and does. learning to say, okay, I'm really afraid of X, Y, Z. So identify it. Talk identify about it. it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the reality of it. A lot of times our fears, and I know we've done shows on this, on the fear factor, the, our fears are really unrealistic and yeah. probably never going to happen. A lot you know, of the we what, what lottery. if this happens? What if that, yeah. Higher statistics that hit the lottery than this big fear event happening. And I always challenge people the what if statements. Yeah. So what if what your biggest fear happens, happens? What could you do? Yes. What think if? of your worst case scenario and then deal with that and think about that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, just even in my personal life, I'm making that transition from, you know, that salaried position in a community mental health agency to starting my own business. Right. 
there is a lot of unknowns. Yes. And yeah, of course, are there times I'm feeling fearful? Yeah, I'm going from a salary to, you know, am I going to be able to build this up and make what I need to support my family? But at the end of the day, yeah, that dream is more important than that fear is big. Exactly. And me being in real estate all these years, I know about being self-employed and how you have to sell a house. Exactly. We're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere because we want to talk more about getting out of that rut. So- I'll be sitting in the deep watching the ships roll in. Then I'll watch them roll away again. Yeah. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll in. Sitting on the dock of the Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. We didn't even know what that song was. And that's got some great words. You walk it's through the good. open door, even though you've never been that way before. <laughs> and yeah, that is a problem. We're talking tonight, audience, about getting getting out of the ruts that we all can get into in our lives. And if you'd like to text a comment or a question, 727-888-4171. Or you can actually call in 727-441-3000 if you have a question or a comment. So, Dr. Angel, we are talking about those times that we feel stuck in a rut and we can't maximize our strengths like we were talking about last week because we're just stuck. We're stuck. And it happens to everybody, doesn't it, at some we point in life? We all get stuck at time, from time to time. And sure sometimes do. the the stucking time is, is small. Sticking time. Sticking time, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it can, it can go on for a very a long very time. long time. And, uh, yeah. So we just were talking about facing our fears that hold us back. And how would you how would you advise our audience to do that? Well, first of all, identify what it is you're afraid of. Okay. And, you know, like we said, the what ifs work on what if this fear happened, then what what would happen? Mm -hmm. Make plans for those fears. Right. You know, that kind of strength strengthens us and empowers us to be able to work through them. Right. When we kind of have a plan for them, a contingency plan. And so instead of using them as the excuse, 
right. and not going anywhere, use them as a tool. So you face them and uh, you say, okay, if this happens, I'll, I'll be okay, you okay. know? Because we're putting in contingency plans. Right. You know, and I shared before the commercial, you know, I'm trying to start my own business. And one of my fears was not being able to afford my family. And my contingency plan was I started building up my savings account so that I have a cushion to pay bills right. for a certain length of time while I'm building my business. Sure. And so that is one of those fears. And I put a plan of action. So instead of not doing this. Good example. Good I'm, example. I'm trying to do it and be realistic. So Okay. All right. And what about your routine when you're stuck in this rut? Because so many people, they do the very same thing all day long, or they eat this very same food. They drive the very same way, you know, same street, same route to work, same this, same that. That's really not good for us, is it? It is not. And that is the rut of the Groundhog Day rut, like we sure. talked about. Yeah, and it is. What we need to do is break routine break routine break yep. routine take that's kind of fun i it think it is take a different route to work right bring a different kind of food to eat break routines and small things it doesn't have to challenge your whole life perspective sure. just do little things different you know try to do something different each day a little something different i like that that's good you know so yeah because that helps us break the rut you'll see a different perspective on things you'll notice things you hadn't noticed before you get your mind working in a little bit different mm -hmm. ways, and that's a positive thing. Absolutely. So for the the person who says, but I'm so depressed, I can't. I can't even think about my life other than this little routine I'm in. And I will challenge you to do something, one thing, different. Each one day. Thing. Wake up at a different time. Do your morning routine backwards. Um, and this is something very small, but I just happened to pick up a magazine that came today and it was saying 10 things you should do before 10 a.m. Now, that's not that's not for everybody, but I noticed that the first thing on the list is something I've tried to teach my children and I don't know how well they've learned it, frankly, but it is make your bed. <laughs> That's a great thing to do. Because it sets the tone. They they said in this article, those who get up and make their bed, don't leave it all, mess all day and all that, are more productive. And I found that fascinating because it it was exactly what I told my children. It's, and it's true. And you're better able to rest at night coming into to a, a freshly uh, yeah, made, made bed. bed. Yes. And uh, that is a great thing. And we need those. And one of the things psychologically behind that is that we need be able to complete a task. Yes. And it's a short period that's, of time for task that's completion. That's what they were saying, yes. Because so often in our life yes. we're opening up all these tasks, but they're long and we may not see that completion and we need those completions. That's exactly what they were saying. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. What article? Oh, I'm going to have to read your article now. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't get it. You're too young. It's in, uh, <laughs> it's in one of those kind of magazines, a little older. Um, okay, so... If somebody says, I really, I really want to make all these changes, but I, they just seem overwhelming. What did you tell them? I'm going to tell you to do change very small. Chunk it? Chunk it. So for those that are not normal <laughs> listeners or steady listeners, they may not know what chunking it is, but we know, don't we, Bobby, around here? Because we Dr. Do. Angel always talks about chunking things. Because so. chunking is a really important way to get through overwhelming things in our life, our tasks in our life. And so okay. it's taking a bigger thing and breaking it into very small parts so that you can have task completion. Yes, I love that. Um, which gives us some momentum. 
Um, and it doesn't matter how slow we change. You know, Confucius has a quote, which I do love. It does not matter how slowly you change as long as you do not stop. That's excellent. And right on. I every morning after I make my bed and take and take care of the dogs, etc. The one of the first things I do if I haven't done it the night before, and sometimes I have, is make a list of the priorities of the day. They don't always get done in that order, but they're there, and I can see them. And I absolutely love taking a pen of a different color and marking through the task when it's done. Is that crazy? It's a great practice. I do the same thing. I have a big whiteboard in my office, and I start my day every day with my plan of action. I list everything that I would like to get accomplished, and then I have, like, longer term things in a box and I do I X through them as I complete (laughs) them and it feels good and I'm prioritizing what I'm doing so I'm doing what I need to do when I when I do that and stay with it like by noon I can get so much done if I'm not called out on an appointment or whatever and and it, it does feel good and then then kind of the pressure's off when you have those major things. And this article said, and I agree, it's for me, it's definitely when you put off something you don't want to do, like you have to make a phone call you don't want to make. Um, in my business, sometimes you have to tell somebody bad news or whatever. Just go ahead and do it. Get it over with. Yeah, I tell people do those things first. Do you? Do it first because that's when you have the most energy. And once you get that done, you can just slot. It's almost like going through butter through the rest of your well, day. Well, don't you think that is one of the problems that keep people in a rut during mm-hmm. their day because they have something they're dreading? They don't want to do it. Like, I don't like to go to the dentist, but I do, uh, obviously, routinely. But I like to set those appointments early in the morning and get mm-hmm. it over Get it done with. with. You know, and not looking for a 3 o'clock appointment. Yeah, Let's just have it done, if, you know, 8 or 9, you know. That's a great strategy for getting through things, especially when you don't want to do it. You do it first, get it over with. You don't have to dread it. You're you're releasing your mind from thinking about it. Right. So now you're freeing up space in your mind to focus on other things. We need space in our minds. We do. (laughs) That's important. So break it up, chunk it up. One step at a time. One step. You know, I had a bunch of therapists coming into my office this week feeling very overwhelmed as... You know, we have a lot of documentation requirements for the courts, for, you know, the state, for all kinds. And it can get very tedious. And one of them's like, I just don't know how I can get caught up. I don't know how to do it. So we just sat, we chunked, we sat and made the list. We wrote priorities next to the ones with the highest due dates. And then she comes in my office two days later and she's like, I'm all caught up. She was feeling like it was going to take her a month to get caught up. But it's it's when you have a plan of action, don't you think? Mm -hmm. I do this with cleaning my house which I love to clean my house. I always have. But when, you know, when I do that and get a room done, you know, one I usually do room by room. My mother taught me, us to do that a long time ago. But it just, there's that feeling about accomplishment. It's a great feeling, you know, and we can take something like cleaning your house and Spencer and I have a Saturday routine where we write down everything that we need to do for cleaning and the small little five to seven minute increment things that you can do in five to seven minutes. Yeah. Then we'll watch TV and on the commercials, you have to go run and chuck something off the list. (laughs) So in a couple hours, we've gotten the whole house clean, but we had, you know, those little breaks and and we made it fun. Oh, that's great. (laughs) That's great. That's your youngest son. Yes. Overcome. The perception of impossible is something we jotted down here that we wanted to talk about because sometimes people feel like it's so impossible to come out of this rut. There is no way out of it for me. Well, and if you just did something different and changed your routine, you're out, you're leaving your rut behind. Right. 
So it is very possible to get out of your rut. Um, you know, start thinking. We want to think more solution focused than problem focused. That's good. You know, when we think problem focused, we stay in the rut and the problem because we're just focusing on the problem instead of when we tried something new in our routine. Now we might be focusing on, oh, I noticed a, a new restaurant on the side of the road or, oh, I didn't know that there was a fruit stand or you'll notice different things and you're changing your focus, which Solution is really important. focused. Mm-hmm. And clean your house only on the commercials, folks, because that's what Dr. Angel says. We had we had a caller, and they just wanted to uh, drop off a quote for you all. All right. right. Here. So um, Victor says, bad habits are never thrown away. They are taken down the steps one at a time. Ooh, that's a great Love one, that, Victor. Victor. Yes, I'm going to write that down. Bad habits are never thrown away. They are taken down the stairs one, one step at a time? One step at a time, yes. Wow, that's good. Thank you, Victor, for calling in and giving us that. That's great, because that's the whole chunking mentality, doing it in small, manageable parts. Yeah. Uh, And so often, we're not honest with ourselves, right, Dr. Angel, as far as the fact that maybe even facing the fact we're in a rut or we're depressed or, you know, people that uh, stay all day in their pajamas, Oh, yeah. A lot and, of people do that. And, there and then they people, go to Walmart. They go to Walmart in their pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> right, Bobby? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. I yeah. don't know how Walmart became the pajama shopping <laughs> store, but it really is. Uh, but you know what? You know, that is so true. Even the, your clothes that you wear, you know, I, I, and I've known people like that. I've known people like that that will stay in their pajamas, bed clothes, whatever you want to call it. All day long. It happens, you know, and you're right. The clothing we wear, how we fix our hair, if yes. we fix our hair, those are things that keep us in a rut and not in a rut. Those are small things to change. Yes. You know, if you're waiting half the day to put clothes on, how about try putting your clothes on earlier in the day? Um, I know for me, um, once a month, I have horrendous Tuesdays. This month, I had my horrendous Tuesday. It's a whole block of meetings after meetings after meetings and I hate them because they drain the ever loving life out of me and so this Tuesday knowing it was going to be my hard day I got in a nice pretty business suit did my hair all up put my makeup on and I went and everyone's like what are you doing and I'm like you know what? I feel better right. just by the way I dress today and it just gave me extra energy to get through that hard day yeah we've been noticing you lately in your heels <laughs> and all that fancy stuff but you know what you're exactly right and if you get up and change your, get up and take a shower. I mean, I can't imagine people that don't do that, but, you know, but, you know, that's, that's so important to get up and do your hygiene things and put nice cl- or clean clothes on. Right. And, Even know. if you're, you're sick or disabled and yes, you're you can needing still to wear pajamas, put clean pajamas put clean on pajamas and change on. it up a little right. bit. Because that's really important for your mental health. Absolutely. Okay, more ideas here. Change your perspective. Talk to me about that. Perspective is everything. Okay. Um, if we think we can or if we think we can't, we're right. <laughs> yeah, who said that? I because don't know, really but so it's true. so true. And it is everything. It is all about our thoughts, isn't it? I mean, that's where the power is. It's in our minds and how we see it. It's a mindset thing. We've talked a lot about mindsets on Go Yard for quite a while. We do. And, you know, I think I've read a quote of something to the fact of um, the problem is not the difficulty. The problem is how we look at it. Mm-hmm. And it's true. And 
So perspective is really important. And too often we are putting our minds, we are putting our situations, we're putting our dreams, we're putting them all in this tiny little box. And Mm -hmm. that's the only way we want to look at it. Right. And so perspective change comes, well, when we break routine, that helps because you're starting to open your perception. Um, It comes when we're looking for a solution Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because we're looking at it in a different perspective. Right. Um, Perspective change can come when we look at a fear and say, well, what if? Those are some perspective changes. Absolutely. Um, but learning to see it from different angles. It's kind of right. like a crystal. You ever like look at a crystal or a diamond and there's like all these sides, all these different oh, angles. Oh, isn't that true? Yeah. And, and no matter how you, it's a little bit different. Right. And you're getting, you know, if you look from the top, you're getting one view. But as you go around, there's so many views. And that's our life and our situation and our problems and our dreams. Right. So challenge yourself to kind of get different views. Mm-hmm. Of your situation. Talk to people. And that's a great time that you can get other perspectives when you talk to others around you. And how do you see the situation? What if you were in it? How how could, what would you do? Right. You know, maybe Good idea get some to get tools. some advice. Yes. Get some tools. Absolutely. So changing your mindset, your perspective, how you see it, how you see your situation. Um, and sometimes we just feel so bad we are not really looking at the situation correctly we've allowed depression anxiety fear to rule doubt and we're just looking and and we're not even looking at it we're just feeling so bad we are it's kind of eeyore syndrome you know the eeyore syndrome yeah nobody loves me the weather's always bad the sky is always yucky um feelings versus facts i call this feelings versus facts okay. because too often we make our choices and decisions and how we're going to handle things based on how we feel right really bad measure because our feelings change they're they're not meant to be permanent they're very temporary and you can change your feeling from five you know in two minutes you may feel a whole different way you could get a phone call that something you know great happened you have a million dollars on your doorstep your feelings right. gonna be a lot different than it is exactly. right now and so when we make decisions on feelings or we look at our life on our feelings we're doing injustice to ourselves so we talk about feelings versus facts so we make a we make less in therapy of how are you feeling Right. About your rut or where your life right. is or how to go. And then let's look at what some of the facts are. You know, I had this happen to me this week. Okay. okay. Uh, waiting on a loan approval for a deal. And it was supposed to have come in last Wednesday. Okay. So um, on Wednesday, the lender said, okay, well, well, we should know by Friday. Well, by Friday, this lender was located in Connecticut. And I don't know if y'all know what happened with the weather in Connecticut last weekend, but there was a huge snowstorm. People didn't even get to work. They couldn't go in. They had another snowstorm on Sunday. They didn't get into work until late Monday. Okay? So, I mean, now we're delayed, 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 delayed. So anxiety and timetable on moving and all this stuff is getting crunch time. And yesterday about 1 o'clock, I emailed the, uh, the broker, the lender, and said, you know, I'm getting concerned. And her response was, don't worry. We have everything laid out beautifully. Everything's fine. Just try not to worry. And I thought, man, I should. That's true. Two hours later, we had the approval. So I think so often, and what she was debasing that on, she said, I spent 16 hours laying out this file, covering every possible situation that could happen. That was a fact. I have documented everything perfectly. We will be fine. Don't worry. 
And that's a whole thing about facts versus. And when she said that, I thought, you're right. And I shouldn't be worrying anyway. True. And and that's right? a great story for this concept because feelings are not facts. Right. It was just the way I was feeling. I was feeling anxious. Oh, my right. gosh. It's been a whole week later. And, you know, this person's going to be upset and that person's going to. And the deal could fall through. And the deal could fall through and blah, 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 blah. Yes. Absolutely. And that is where we need to separate those feelings and, yes. and our facts. So yes. what is the evidence to your facts? Because facts always has evidence. You right. can prove it. You, it's, you know, we go to court with facts and evidence. You know, we're not coming. Oh, well, I feel like she did the I crime. I feel like she did it. Right. Yes. That doesn't really work. Right. Um, because they want to know, well, where's your proof? And that's where your facts are. Those are the, the proofs for us of what we're going through and how we can get there. So he gave us another. Uh, oh, another, he's uh, called in again. He's called in again to give us another good quote that actually is very fitting for the talk right now. Uh, the Chinese word for problem contains two characters, as in like the physical characters. Right. And one of those two means opportunity. Oh, I love that. And that is great. Thank you, Victor, for calling and saying that because uh, that is so true. I read recently in a book I was reading that um, opportunities are encased, they're encased in difficulties. Very true. Okay. So what we see, and thank you, Victor, for doing that. We really appreciate that. And that, that goes to this point. What people see or what we're seeing, like what I was seeing yesterday was it's been seven days past when we should have known this loan approval. And so I'm looking at the difficulty, not the opportunity to say, yeah, okay, the facts are, if the facts were there, we've, we've done our homework. We did it well. We did the file well. Right. And that's where we go to the opportunity. Yes. Back to perspective. Is this problem? Right. Is this for an opportunity? This is there's an opportunity buried in this problem. There's an opportunity buried in these circumstances. And what is that opportunity? And then it's that feelings versus facts and looking at, okay. I think the opportunity a lot of times is to grow from this experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I mean, I've been using the same lender for a number of years. I trust them implicitly, but I kind of got off the rail in my emotion yesterday, seven days late. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what if this doesn't, you know, right. All the way. And, and all she did was brought me right back to the facts. 16 hours of documentation. We're fine. Okay, so, you know, and so the opportunity there is to learn from that. And the next time this happens, just rest a little better. Right. It gives you more confidence. Right. The next time this problem arises, it will. (laughs) It always does in in real estate. It Um, does. It does. But look at that and really look, you know, because most of the times I have individuals walking in. Well, I feel I feel I feel I feel okay. I, I can hear that. But what's where's the facts? Right. Show me the evidence this can't happen or you can't do this or you can't achieve this goal or this dream. I'm not saying you're going to wake up tomorrow with it, but what can we do? Could we take this one step? Right. You know, and so look at those, that difference. That's kind of good. the teeter-totter. Wow. Eight, nine, and 10 are big ones. Okay, tell me. Avoid blaming others. Oh. Number one thing probably I hear when people are stuck in the rut is it's somebody else's fault. Yes. Well, if my wife would just, just like we did at the top of the hour, if yeah. my husband just, if my sure. kids just. Right. Your rut is your own responsibility. Right. Yeah. When I got that email back from Allie yesterday at the lender, I just chuckled and said, that's right. 
And I wrote her back and said, thank you for bringing me right back down to where I should have been, you know? And it's, it was an opportunity to, to acknowledge that I had gotten into a little bit of anxiety over this situation. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when, when we, and and I, I owned that Mm -hmm. and we need to own it instead of blame others for these situations. Right. Cause you could have easily said, well, this company's doing this and this company's going too slow and this company's not meeting this deadline and they're not communicating and have projected all that blame. But yet you're taking that ownership of your own feelings. And I just said, you're right. Thank you. I said, thank you for bringing me back to the fact that we've done our homework. We've done it well. You know, that's what we need to do is taking that Mm -hmm. ownership and that responsibility for where we are in our life. Exactly. And our own rut. We compare ourselves to others all the time. And that gets us in a rut, Dr. Angel, because we look at somebody else's life and and they have the better car or the better this or the better that. And and it just drags us into a rut sometimes. Absolutely. Envy and jealousy are a a dead-end street. We can only compare ourselves to ourselves. Right. Growth is individual. It is based on us. I can only compare what I do today against what I do tomorrow and where I am going down my future. Comparing me to someone else is an apples and oranges comparison. They don't have the tools. They don't have, you know, the limitations I have. They don't have the resources I have. Good and bad. Everyone has different sets of these by nature of who you are, what culture you belong to, your gender, your education, you know, your family status, like all those things impacts our life in a great way. They really do. And there's so many of those factors floating around every human being that you can't even take two siblings and compare them. No. Because birth order makes a difference. Exactly. So there's so much that makes a difference on how we can grow that we really can only compare ourselves to ourselves. But I do think that's a big drawback a lot of people do mess up in that area they do oh i hear this all the time and there's and really to me they're jealous a lot of times it's jealousy and envy they're rooted in that that it's got them stuck i even hear it on the negative um way well there's no sense talking about this problem because other people have problems way bigger than mine and this is just i'm like what but this is your problem right and if your problem is that you stubbed your toe and that's the biggest problem you know guess what that's the biggest problem you know and we can't compare it to somebody who's had a bigger problem. It's just not the same. So stop making excuses. Stop. Stop it. Doctor, you wrote down and handed it to me just before we walked in the door here. (laughs) What can you can do for yourself? Ten things. Now, I'd like for you to go back through those ten because somebody might want to jot those down. So if you have a pen and want to jot them down, we'll give you a second to grab that. These are original with Dr. Angel. We don't have any script for this show. We just kind of talk about it and go with where we think we need to. And she jotted all this down as I was hitting every red light in (laughs) Pinellas County. So what are the 10 things that you can do for yourself? So what we can do to get out of our ruts, first, we need to face our fears, acknowledge them and face them. What is holding us back? What am I afraid of? Where's that fear? What is it? Um, Second, we need to do is break our routine break it. And you don't have to do these in any specific order. Um, but breaking your routine is something you can do tomorrow morning. Um, first thing, do something a little different, wake up a little earlier, try you doing your morning routine different, make your bed. If you don't take a different route to work, bring a different lunch. I don't care. Do one thing new every day. We don't want to waste our time on those, you know, 
keeping the same the same because we're going to feel more stuck. Right. Um, three, we need to take our change one step at a time. Chunk it up. It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. There you go. Slow and the turtle is okay. Um, overcome the perception of impossible. Think for solutions instead of thinking on the problem. Mm -hmm. We want to solution focus our thinking. We need to be honest with ourselves. What is holding me back? Am I lacking courage? Is it the fear? That's that honesty that we need to have with ourselves. Um, we need to learn to change our perspective and quit looking at our problems, our situations, our dreams in the box. We need to get different views of it. And that may take having other people in your life talk about this sure. with you. Um, we need to make that feelings versus fact list. You know, we, our feelings are not our facts. And stop making decisions based on how we feel in the moment. We need to avoid blaming others. Take your own responsibility for your life and control. We need to stop comparing ourselves to others and stop making excuses. Very well done. And to Victor, I wrote down his first quote, bad habits are never thrown away. They are taken down the stairs one step at a time. And so we really appreciate his input tonight. Two, two very nice quotes. And uh, for all of those that listen to Go Yard regularly, we are so glad that you do. You can send your questions for our next Q&A show to goyard2014 at gmail.com. And listen to the show this Saturday or Sunday or both at 12 noon Eastern on StarcomRadioNetwork.com. And uh, it's really good. This is fun. And we'll see where we go next week. We don't know right now. It could be some different direction. You never know. If you have ideas for a show that you would like us to do, uh, shoot us a text, 727-888-4171, and we will definitely do a show on your idea. Probably. <laughs> definitely. Probably. This has been Dr. Angel. Oh, is that who you are? Yeah. yeah. It's been great, Dr. Angel. And Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard. And she ate half of her edible arrangement fruit uh, thing. <laughs> fruit bowl. Yes, I did. She did. Bobby, thanks, everyone. See you next week. And Go Yard, everyone. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.